If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Hey, everybody, have you seen my bevel is big and it's chrome and it's round? If you got hair growing out your face, just put it down, down. Hey, buy you a bevel razor dog. Put it on your face. Buy you a bevel razor dog. Put, put it on your face. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Stop relying on razors that leave you looking worse than when you started shaving. And I added that to the damn ad. Now, order your bevel razor today by going to getbevel.com and using code friend. Zone to get 20% off your first month. That's code friend zone to get 20% off the first month of your new bevel subscription. You can thank us later. Your face will look much better. Your hair will look much more better groomed. You'll be able to get jobs and car insurance and good tables at restaurants and all of the things that Bill Cosby told you your black ass would have if you pulled up your pants. They are now attainable with bevel. Start shaving smarter with bevel. Get bevel.com. Use code friend zone. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone, my name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as K Friend. Hey, my name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Listen to Sean. Y'all ready for the friend zone live? Where you at? Bussy! You go right ahead, friend. You go right ahead. This isn't about me. Hey, girl. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Y'all are turned up. Amen, amen. Do you mind if I... A little snap for the situation. Got to put it on the snap. We would like to officially welcome everyone to the Friend Zone Live in New York City. That. Look at this shit. Our first show was in a bar with like 20 people and only 10 seats. So these niggas is already doing way better than us. Standing room. <laughs> okay. The no AC. <laughs> now, we, y'all are cute. Y'all cool or whatever. or whatever, but this is some bullshit. But I went to traffic and these shoes are not given standing room. <laughs> so this is a very good look. Well, this is real cute. Hey, are you guys? <laughs> y'all look good. 
bitch, I didn't even say nothing. So uh, we're very excited because our friends are here to be friends. That's right. Make friends. Maybe some enemies. Hopefully y'all keep it cute in this bitch. We'll see. Because we know how y'all like to get. But yes, we're very proud of them. I'm very excited for their first show and very appreciative. Definitely. To all of you for coming out. Yes, Alex Rago with a with a smooth shot. <laughs> you know, Alex stay on her Instagram Snipe responsibilities. Chat. She don't let that shit slide. All right, so let's not waste any time because for once, this shit is not about us, and I get to sit. Okay. Damn. Honestly, can't wait to just see the show. So let's start, shall we? Let's bring some fun folks out. Without further ado. So we'll start with my uh, twin, my brother, my. uh, A spoon coon. Uh, the other Claremont twin, my ratchet <laughs> sis. That's right. Hey, Asante. My most favorite Asian, Asante. Bring your black ass out now. Right now, ho. Stop trying to be cute. Actually, I got to get Fran. (laughs) Come on, play that for her, you know. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know we would have. Look at this certified bad bitch right here. Look at this fine-ass motherfucker. So first of all, really quick. Look at my girl. Queen of Spades, cut the music. I Look just at really my quickly. girl. Friend first of all, <laughs> we need to acknowledge that um, Asante has on international fashions. <laughs> this was purchased in Holland. Okay, so if you're wondering where, you can't have one. And then the doll baby. <laughs> That's you, girl. Giving you just a taste of cleave, a little lacy number underneath. Jumping These into shoes, a suit. A little playfulness on the toes. I love it. Okay, so. Friends. Here we go. Last but certainly not least. Can we look at Dustin? I hate this nigga. So, so, yeah. These niggas got custom Henny bottles and shit yeah. that I just can't relate to. Yeah. Where y'all at? Y'all at the friend? Fuck that! The friend zone. Y'all at the friend zone live, baby. What's up? I can't believe this right. shit. What's happening? Have a great time. What's up, New York? Thank you. Thank you so much to our lovely brothers and thank sisters. You, Kid Fury. Kid Fury thank you, Crystal. Thank you to Reed. Thank you, New York. Thank you all for coming out tonight. New York City. 
Y'all looking beautiful Beverly tonight. Chloe, what up? Hey, beautiful ones. <laughs> now, y'all know we got to start this off right. We can't do it that way. This is the live show of the friend zone. DJ, drop that. Yeah. Well, word up. Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly podcast centered on all things mental health, mental wellness, mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Y'all thought I forgot, but I'm back. Yo, it, uh, Actually, we we do have something that we we supposed to do before we actually get this thing started. Oh, you're right. You're right. We got to do some ass to pay some bills. No, I'm just playing. Uh, (laughs) We uh we gonna do a little freestyle for y'all. Hey. So I think I think I think it'll be fun. Y'all y'all know I'm Dustin. I like to have fun. So I think y'all should tell us what you want us to freestyle about. Ooh. Which I and and, and what we're going to do is, so I need your help, actually, right? What we're going to do is, I think right now it's some kind of popular going on called the So Gone Challenge, right? Right? Where you rhyme over at Monica's So Gone Instrumental. I think I got what it takes. I know Asante does. So I'm I need everybody to tweet this. Hashtag it, So Gone Challenge. Hashtag the Friends on Live. What y'all want us to rap about? Hennessy. All right, we're going to rap about Hennessy. We're going to rap about Hennessy. And in that same tweet, I want you to, to tweet Hennessy and tell them to cut the check. <laughs> Go first, Dustin. Hey, okay, okay. Uh, we rap about Henny. I like a little bit, really want plenty. I don't drive a little cars, cause minis. I'm 6'1", huh? That's a mini, not, I'm big, I hit the spot, my name is Dustin Ross, I like the way that we drop, look at Kimberly going up in her broad top, everybody in the audience says stop, we go into the show tonight, we have a good time, that's right, slime takes, take a bite. Well, I think it's my time to drink some mini, so I'm about to let it burn down my throat, down my choke, hold it close, down the float, throw your boat. Yeah, I'm steering this shit, I'm drinking this shit, it's making me feel good and shit, but we in the friend zone, so put up your phone, take some notes, it's the friend zone. Hey! Whoa. Whoa. There might have been a two-peat or a three-peat in there, but that ain't y'all bitch. Yeah. Oh, you want us to keep going? I, I, I had an, I was like, see, queen of spades, I don't need no beat, okay? We gonna do this thing all day, yay, hey, hey. See, sometimes y'all know the freestyle get a lot of control. I get a lot of control. All right. Whew, now that we got that shit out the way. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. <laughs> this is where I laugh. <laughs> it's really where you're supposed to sing, but we ain't going to do that right now. No. Fran said, 
Fred said, she ain't gonna I do tried. it. Do it for him, Fred. I ain't gonna do it. Damn. Do it for him. She's like, no, I really ain't gonna do it. Like, okay. So y'all know how this goes. We have to start with our hot button issue, but we're gonna change it because we're gonna let you guys decide what we're speaking about. So throw us some topics. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for coming. A whole 90 minutes. A whole 90 minutes. Now you ain't know what, you know it's no way in hell. Cause, cause it it just wouldn't go good. You know what I'm saying? Kiki out here still trying to work. I want to work with her maybe one day so I can show her the light. You know? So I can't. Woo! Give us some topics. What do you want to talk about? Phone sex, right? (laughs) Phone sex. You said phone sex? <laughs> Are what, why, why do you want to talk about phone sex? <laughs> I didn't even know people still did that. I, I thought everybody really... just went on like my Vidster or you know, I, yeah. I didn't know people were still talking on the phone and, and unless you FaceTime or something. Yeah, if it's see the FaceTime I can understand. But FaceTime you know. ain't phone sex. Phone sex is phone phone sex is nine seven six oh, and, and three nine nine for the first minute, ninety nine each additional. Oh, no. Weekend rates vary. That's phone sex. <laughs> FaceTime is new and FaceTime is risky. See, that's how y'all asses be getting caught up. This happens mm. every single time. How you gonna do it? You talking about oh well let's FaceTime and then they can screenshot you because you just found out who was screen cap you on Snapchat. Face FaceTime been around. You know what I'm saying? This is how y'all get caught up. Stop doing that on FaceTime. If you are going to do something risky that you shouldn't be doing, at least have the gumption, okay? At least have the backbone to do it in person. If you ain't gonna invite them over, then God damn it, don't do it. Gumption. Go ahead, friend. <laughs> Take a shot. So are y'all being shy? We need a topic. Hit us. Yeah, what are some things going on? Dating apps. Dating apps. Okay, Wait, I can work with that. You want to do dating apps? Yeah. She's handicaps after that. <laughs> dating apps. Um, you know, as a black gay male, it is hard to meet people in certain aspects. So, for a very long time, I was against dating apps. But... I've been a part of the field for a minute now. You know, the community, there, there are some things to be said now, especially with this new augmented reality stuff, since we were talking about FaceTiming and stuff. There's some new shit that's probably going to be happening in the, in the uh, sex app industry. I got to tell that to the black folks, you know, if y'all, for the app makers out there and things, y'all need to get on some things. But yeah, dating apps, I've had some good experiences on there, just meeting regular-ass people. I'm a regular-ass person. But there, you know, you're going to meet crazy people everywhere you go. So be mindful of that. You make it. <laughs> well, whatever. You mean regular as people? I'm a regular as person on the dating app. Shut your ass. You on the dating app because you know what's waiting on you when you get there. Oh, no, yeah. I am not. I, I absolutely am not because you for everything that's waiting. He lying. Look how he pointed his right foot to the side. <laughs> it's been pointed. I wanted to give a little leg. This has been pointed. See, this is pointed so I don't have to be on the app in case there's anybody out there watching. I can't really see out there. Oh, I'm just telling you. Okay? Oh, oh, oh. Gay, okay for the original shirt y'all saw I had on. <laughs> what about you, Dustin? Dating apps. Listen. 
Me, me personally, right? I just like to engage with people. To me, the whole point of interacting with someone is to interact with someone. I don't want to type messages to you and, and, and feel something off your words. You know what I'm saying? I need, you need to come over. You know what I'm saying? We need to go outside. Like, I don't really want to be with nobody that only want to be at home sending me messages all the goddamn time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't interested. You watching me trying to see where you can chime in and shit like, oh, that's what he did. Let me send him this. That's not hot. You know what I'm saying? And I prefer, I like, y'all know I like moments. I talk about that a lot on the show. I just prefer to meet somebody and have it be completely organic and just I know for a fact that we're interacting because there's a mutual interest as opposed to you trying to fill a void or, or fill a need that you have. You know what I'm saying? Don't see me because you went somewhere looking for somebody to fit a, a, a need that you have. See me just because you've seen me and you know you like the way my Izumiyaki smell or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's what I like. So it doesn't work for me. But what I find most interesting, though, and the reason why I felt like we should go ahead and talk about dating apps is because I do feel like people use those as a crutch sometimes when they're not the most comfortable going out in public. And when they I think a lot of people that, that use dating apps frequently have a fear of rejection and it's easier to pick and choose when you shoot your shot as opposed to being just in the moment. So, OK, <laughs> OK. And shit like that. We're going to praise God. It's, I'm trying to think. No, I was going to say it's interesting. Time to do what? The work? That's what I don't understand. So you said, hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Record scratch. You said you people don't have time, but see, that's the problem, right? Because what is it that you're saying you don't have time for? The dating app is not a fast track to the finish line. The dating app is not something that you use just so you can skip doing the work. You need to make the time because when you do the work, that's when you get to all the meat of the matter. No pun intended. But when you do the work, that's when you get to what the you really need to get to. And it's a matter. great way to filter things. As opposed to just looking for somebody that's right there. So you do got time. If you got time to get to it, you got time to take the long road there, baby. That's it. Well, a friend. Now, where's the damn collection plate? <laughs> uh, I haven't tried dating apps, but I don't know. The way people DM me, they talk to me like, so, Empress. <laughs> You they know, they what? hit me asking me, like, what's the last book I read? And I feel like people know how to talk to me to get, you know, to, like, weave in. Because we're hyper-visible, so right. it's kind of your What's your favorite, favorite one to give you in your DMs? You, you, the one you read in life, like, oh, this one again. I'll show you. I can't tell you that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like I've, people don't come at me organically. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Get it, organ. For those that weren't following along. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm also a little bit old school. I still like meeting people at events, you know, because I need to see your energy. People can make profiles and pick the right angle with the lighting and write all the right things on paper. And then when you meet them, you're like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> Right, yeah, so it's false marketing. So I 
just prefer to meet you on the street or something. If the energy's there, then it's there. But I'm old. I'm 34, y'all. <laughs> you are not no old. Offense. <laughs> you are not old, but there definitely is something to be said about the way that millennials treat dating. You know, I'm still in my 20s. I'm on the later end, and people trying to make me feel old. But there definitely is something to be said about the way people interact in their 20s versus the way people interact in their 30s, you know? Um, I feel like people get on dating apps sometimes just because they feel like the circles are too small or it's convenient or, you know, whatever the reason is. But I think there there's just this point that's always missed for people on dating apps. It, it always goes to the bad. Because I've always met... Or I have met, like, some really cool, weird stand-up guys on dating apps and been like, well, what the fuck are you doing on here? But at the same time, they might be looking at me like, well, what the fuck are you doing on here? Like, so, you know, you never know who you're going to meet or what they're doing or why they're doing it. And I think it's just coming along with the way times are changing and how dating changes and courtship and all that. Because especially in the gay community, a lot of that's been broken. A lot of what? No, I'm just playing. I know I know what the hell he's he talking about. Me and you, you and me. <laughs> no, but I just, you know, I like to go outside and shit. And I like to just, I don't know. I just, you know, it's a funny thing that dating, dating is a funny thing. I just, I just don't want to be, my dating life to be regulated by a goddamn machine and some coding and algorithms and shit. Like, I, I would rather just like walk outside, make sure that I did like 20 or 30 push-ups, you know what I'm saying, before I put my t-shirt on. Walk outside and like look somebody, you know how you be walking and shit. You know, you be going outside, you be walking and shit. You be walking and shit, you know what I'm saying? You be walking and shit. Then you look at him, you see him, you be like... How you doing? That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be like... 32, 6'1", 185. Uh, no, you know what I'm saying? It just don't work for me. But that's no judgment to anybody that finds that, the path, you know. Like the song says, God bless the broken road. So if that's, you know, if that's your path, well, you know, because we all got to go. Road. We all got to go. So if that's your path, then good for you. I'm just taking the freeway. That's it. <laughs> Well, I'm going to drive down the broken road in a few minutes and see what's online. <laughs> just based on what's in that, the area, you know. Yeah, but you got insurance. Me. I, listen, <laughs> I keep a, a man's insurance policy now, but we're not going to talk about that on this episode. I, I'm, a, I'm a teacher. Now, you know, you know statements like we okay, ain't going to talk about that on this okay, episode. Look, Only work in the studio. Because when we are in I this format, you know these motherfuckers in the audience different. tonight going to tell you, yes, we are. I forgot y'all not going to let me go tonight. And tonight, as a matter of fact. Listen, Mansurance. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to tell y'all this shit. So... If you are, like, dating someone or talking to someone or whatevering with whomever and your feelings get fucked up or you just don't know what's going on, you might need to keep your insurance policy in the back. Uh, usually the insurance policy, it, you can take out many policies. You can take out the side D policy, just someone you have been dick with on the side or whatever. You can take out just the bill payers policy, like they pick up a bill every now and then. I mean, there are just many different policies that you can pick up. Uh, now tell about the deductible. 
Now, see, the deductible is going to depend on the type of policy you have taken out and the kind of work you're putting in. Because some of them are higher than others, right? Some deductibles are higher, right? You know, we I know we some low the... deductibles. I know some low deductibles. Listen. Wait, am I the only one that doesn't online date? No. Oh. No, girl. No. <laughs> Most people don't. Most people don't. Is, are all of you on Tinder? What's the other one? Soul Swipe? Some of y'all on Plenty of Fish now. <laughs> y'all Soul seen it swipe. in Gaga's video. Soul Swipe? Soul, Soul Swipe? swipe. <laughs> you niggas is, is getting on something called Wait, Soul, Soul Swipe? Soul Swipe. Why don't we all just line up in front of, you know... What, shout out to Patty LaHale. Shout out to Patty LaHale. Her Twitter is at Give Maleficent. Like she said, Please why don't we all Patty just LaHale. line up in front of the NAAC headquarters and tap dance and eat watermelon? Soul swipe? What you got to do? Move your finger to the beat? I'm on soul swipe. Soul swipe. That, that's what y'all that, are doing? That's what that feels like, too. Now do the soul swipe. Do the soul swipe. Do the soul swipe. Double right. time, double time, double time, double time. Do the soul swipe. Right. Like, it's what? An app? No. Okay, it's wait. A black Does anybody have it? I knew I was gonna like y'all. Shout out to Chloe telling this business right here. Pull it up. You don't gotta. You don't gotta show it to us. Just pull. Just pull it up. Just. Just pull it up. I'm not gonna call you up here. Just pull it up for me. Oh, you, I don't she, need my phone. Her died. phone is conveniently oh, dead. <laughs> you got an Android or iPhone? All right, now you know we. I'm gonna let you. I'm. Uh, what y'all saw Hernandez say? I'm going to let you live today, ho. <laughs> this is the live show. What are we doing? What am I doing? <laughs> no, I'm still not. I don't know. I'm still not in the digital age. I just opened a Fresh Direct account for my groceries. <laughs> <laughs> baby steps. Baby steps. That's right. Listen. As long as you smell like baby lotion. Speaking of baby lotion, let the record reflect your baby if you're going to use baby lotion, should smell like Johnson's. Don't you bring your ass over here with no baby magic. Okay? None of that oatmeal shit, unless they got chicken pox. That's when you use the Mavino products. But other than that, Johnson's. Go ahead, friend. What are, what are the other apps that you guys use? I'm curious. Instagram. That don't count. <laughs> That's even in a song. You know what I'm saying? It goes down. You know. You know. Sudoku. What time No, is but it? I don't want you guys to think I'm like app pick- shaming or, or internet dating shaming. I think any type of interaction actually is healthy. I just wish more people would get their asses outside. And if Pokemon Go is, is, is what it takes to get you there, then goddamn it, look for them. But not up in here, because if I see you. Crystal. If I see you, and even though you know you don't count Crystal, no, she count. How many Pokemon you caught in here? How many you caught in here? How many? All right, all right. So I don't feel like normally. I feel like if somebody would brought the topic to the studio, I'd be like, pass. So we're gonna pick another topic. To, just to, I mean, I like the topic and we've delved into it, but that's all we're gonna do for it. I was having fun. We ain't even talked about Christian Mingle yet. 
I, I felt like we were going that route too. I got a I, I whole like, routine written on Christian Mingle. I was like, Mingle. when we get to Christian Mingle, someone's going to take it back to Black Planet or something, okay. and we're not going to go nowhere good. Like, what? And mi gente. Who was on mi oh, gente? Oh, Black people me. <laughs> Wait, AOL, who was my space? AOL chat rooms and shit. Yahoo I am, shit. Who is still on Black Planet? If you still on Black Planet, shut up, Jay. You need your black ass what? <laughs> I don't even think they're still active. Is that do Black Planet even still work? I n- never logged on to Black Planet. I heard Black Planet don't work on MacBooks. <laughs> <laughs> never worked on mine. Never been. <laughs> black Planet only work if your computer got a tower and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> CD ROM and shit. Give me something you guys have been thinking about, like a common theme maybe that's been going on with your friends or something with your love interest or just something juicy. Subtweets. Subtweets. Why y'all gotta make this about Twitter? Subtweets, right? I tell you what. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but I don't know. Sometimes people feel like they have to do that again. Y'all know that I, I don't, I'm not about the mask, right? I don't know, sometimes I'm like unabashedly myself and I just rest on my laurels of knowing that I'm a good fucking person, you know, and I have a good heart and I want what's best for everybody and I get up for old people and kids and when I'm on the train and, you know, I think about my mama when I see older, you know, black women on the streets, so I always move to the side, let them go, you know what I'm saying? I'm a good person is the point I'm making here, okay? So when I see subtweets and stuff, I get mad because... I know that my intentions are good, so I'm not afraid to be myself and be completely present wherever my feet are. I'm always in in the space of wherever my feet are. And I wish that people would just be themselves and just voice their opinion if they have something to say. You don't have to subtweet me if you're going to talk about me. Okay? Then you need to put a handle on it, put some respect on my disrespect. Okay, and at least let me know you're talking about me so we can have an exchange. See, if you're a real motherfucker, then you're bringing that to me so that we can find a solve. So you want me to know that this is the topic of discussion, right? But if you're not, and if you're on that fuck shit, and if you're a person that's just just, just seedy, you know, and, and just wants to be mean and nasty, then you'll subtweet me just to get the evilness out there and just to say something negative without working toward a solution. You got to break it on down sometimes, okay, behind people's actions. So that's why I don't subtweet because I'm too real for that. I I don't know. I subtweet through song lyrics. (laughs) Is that a song (laughs) play? Applause. Round of applause. (laughs) No, I don't subtweet. It's not my thing. I love y'all. That was see y'all real for that. Y'all real for that. No, I don't subtweet. Cyberbullying. Well, Dustin. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes I like to get on a little thing called the Twitter. No. Okay, so cyberbullying, just really quick for the sake of time, because this is something I really literally don't have time for. Isn't that weird? Like, I literally don't have time for cyberbullying. But, like, I don't care. If you cyberbully me, if you talk shit about me on the internet, I'm not going to do anything but start cracking jokes about everything associated with you. That includes, you know what I'm saying, children, grandparents, 
You know what I'm saying? Sexual orientation, like everything that everybody's so scared to walk on. Those are the exact things that I'm going to crack jokes. Not mean-spirited jokes, but I'm going to make everybody laugh somewhere near that thing that makes you go, ugh. So just don't say nothing about me. I'm not going to, like, shout out to KK, Karen King, on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, who said, I'm not going to get into an arguing match with you. That's not what I do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get into an arguing match with you. I look at it as practice. This is my opportunity to sharpen my knife, flan, friend. Flan. Flan. Speaking of flan, that shit is delicious. Why am I just, I just, you know, the people around where I live, they eat that. And so, like, I, like, flan what are you talking is, about Washington? Flan is delicious. Flan is so good. Oh, my God. Go ahead, friend. Sorry, I was taking a shot every time. Y'all got it. Um, Cyberbullying as a whole, I don't, I've had to redo my Twitter. Like, I've really disconnected from Twitter. I deleted my old account just because I got really tired of groupthink and logging on. And, you know, it was just part of my process. So outside of just deleting the app, I wanted to just delete my shit so I wasn't even able to log on. So when I got back on Twitter, I I wanted to do it with the mindset of I'm really going to focus on uh, myself, what I have going on, and my friends, like my close friends, and not get caught up in all the other things. You know, there are all these articles and really cool things on the internet, but, you know, once everything gets linked into, you know, the Twitter, you're linking your Tumblr, your Facebook, your article posts and shit, like, you just get, I get drowned out, I get overwhelmed, so I really need to start over, so when it comes to things like cyberbullying, I haven't been put in a position where I have been cyberbullied. And viewing it, it's hard to understand just because it's hard for me to make emotional connections to things that don't really matter to me. So when people, like, will go on 10 tweet rants about how much they hate something or try to call somebody a bitch or do some dumb shit like that, it just gets annoying. Like, uh, not to put anybody on the spot, but shout out to Cheska Lee in the audience. Um, yes. yes. We, have a, we have a lot of friends here in the friend zone, but I see Cheska Lee get attacked all the time and... It's when she's speaking out on things that are right for us, you know what I'm saying? So when I watch people come for her and call her out her name on things that she's saying that are true, I look at people and I'm like, I should shake my head. If those people aren't going to be pleased when she's telling the truth about some things, then someone's going to have something to say about anything. And I just try to keep my, myself away from it as much as I possibly can. Because the internet don't need my, that much of my time for some shit. Which is exactly why I'm going to talk about your mama. <laughs> Not my mama, though. No, not never no, your know, mama. I know, I know. I love your mama. Why the fuck would you even say that to me? I just wanted a reason to call her. I'm going to call her Why right now. Why are you talking about? Because, you know, see, normally when people say something about my mama, even though he did not say that, for the record. Mom, if you're listening, he ain't say nothing about you. I love um, Asante mama, y'all. Guess what? So then normally I would be like, damn, you talking about my mama? I'm going to call her right now. And I always call her and put him, put him on the phone my mom. They'd be like, yes, Miss Donetta. Okay. All right. Thank you. Ain't nobody going to curse out your mama for real. Asante Mama sent me one of them Patty LaBelle pound cakes in the mail because I live in New York and I'm not normal, so I don't have a Walmart like everybody else. But she sent me one. Yo, that you Patty LaBelle pound another. cake is so good. I, I gave mine to Tax Stone. So good. <laughs> you did. Remember? I remember. He was like, be safe, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, you, Fran? I mean, I get bullied. I know, right? Like, <laughs> point them out. Point them out. 
not in here. It's all right. <laughs> no, I mean, I think people are afraid of feelings. I'm sure y'all have experienced that in your dating lives. Um, so because, <laughs> because our show is about emotions and sometimes we get deep, like in the last episode, if you guys listen to it, I know. Um, we get a little deep and it's hard to, um, you know, a, a little, sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, I know, you know, sometimes people just want to see what Rihanna's wearing. And I get it, you know, or all the pop culture conversations that are fun and make us laugh. And then meanwhile, on the friend zone, we're over here aligning our chakras. <laughs> so, something. Yeah, so, right? Namaste. So, <laughs> so we get, we get, well, I get backlash because <laughs> people are just like, um, it's interesting. People tweet me and be like, girl, too deep, too deep, you know? And, and then they'll come back like a month later, like, I really love you. I just wasn't ready. <laughs> so I'm learning that bullying, a lot of the times, it's not what we think it is. It's if, how do I put it? If I'm, if I'm affecting you, even if you're receiving it negatively, that just means I'm sparking a conversation in you that you probably just didn't want to deal with yet. So your response is most likely going to be attack. But then they usually come around and they're like, you're the realist, yo. <laughs> so I'm learning through the podcast, which I've mentioned on the show. On YouTube, you can control, you know, how you look, your angle, your lighting, your hair, what you say. You can chop it up and make yourself look super perfect. But on the 90-minute podcast... You're bound to say some shit that, you know, not everybody's going to feel or connect with or people feel too deeply. Um, so I've learned to take a lot of opinions. I've been taking a lot of herb baths and salt baths, <laughs> combating, you know, all that energy. But I don't know. I'm, I'm actually starting to get a lot tougher um, and not in the sense of like, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, I don't care. I do care. I care a lot. But I'm glad that at least... Um, I'm affecting you in some way, you know, and I'm sure in your private thoughts, you love it. <laughs> Even if on Twitter, you might not. This is the part where I just be sitting in the studio staring at her, shaking my head, because she just gets, like, badder and badder every week. Like, for real. Like, Fran is doing so much of this emotional work, and she's sharing it with us. And me and Dustin, we don't take a lot of things seriously just because, you know. No, yeah, I don't. I mean, like, you know, life is hard. You got to <laughs> laugh. But at the same time, there is work to be done. And you work so hard on yourself, but you also work so hard on trying to help other people work on themselves. And I think that is so dope to watch you grow as you grow other people. Like myself, like, I don't know Asante where. Asante wears crystals now, y'all. Look. I'm sporting the rose quartz necklace here. Okay, this is the one for love, you know, self-love, love for other people, <laughs> love for maybe the one in case you're out there. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm just always... He got that shit because it matched his socks. I did. I got this shit all the way out in Amsterdam because it matched my socks. But even you guys being here, I mean, I think... Yes, we crack jokes and we're silly and we sing songs. Well, they sing songs. And <laughs> I just stare. Um, but 
I think it's cool that every single person in here, there's an element of yourself that I think you're trying to tap into a little bit further. So our podcast is so different, you know, and um, and just seeing all these seats filled, I can't even express how it feels because I know that y'all been doing a lot of work. Exactly. Tapping in and journaling. How many of y'all been journaling? Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> you feel okay? Because <laughs> I message count. I've been going the hell off lately, everybody. <laughs> so I've been journaling, you know what I'm saying? And my, and my iMessage, sent. Red. They got all the red receipts? That's real. How about what? Have you guys been following the wellness segments? Have they been. Well, well. Well. Okay. well. And you feel like you're getting, are you feeling like you're getting a lot of things out of the information that we've been putting across? That's so awesome. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that right after this show. <laughs> it's a lot of energy. <laughs> they said Epsom salt is really good for you, though, because I heard, like, before you, you, like, before you use it, people be waking up folded up and shit, like, waking up like origami and shit. They said after you use Epsom salt in your bath, you be waking up like... <sighs> like you can just move your joints and just free and you can move. So it's benefits to have some salt. Because a lot of y'all was waking up looking like the number four. You know what I'm saying? Until <laughs> you started using Epsom salts in your bath. And that's if you washing your ass. Because a lot of y'all, quiet as it's kept, on a petty note, some of y'all still got on yesterday's outfit and cologne up in here right now. You had a long night. I understand. I did too. I understand. Go ahead, friend. You said what? Oh, oh my, my cup oh, is true. empty, and I didn't want to interrupt the show. I didn't want to interrupt the show, But since we taking a pause, you know, I got to, I'm going to do it now. Yo, shout out to Tax Stone, Tax Season. Jonathan Men in the building brought us this dope-ass Henny bottle that says the friend zone on it. Like it's you. amazing, right? It says the friend zone on it, and then under it says, be safe, though. <laughs> Custom Hennessy. It doesn't get any more, I'm black, but I went to school, than that. Like, Custom Hennessy? Like, that is, like, peak, you know, black magic. It's just amazing. It's amazing. So, yeah, so what else? Now, I know y'all not going to have us sitting up here in front of y'all with this opportunity. What's up? Who said that? Hey, China. Hey, China, you better project, girl. China, no, China, no black. Congratulations. That whole row? Right, that whole <laughs> row in front of you. Yeah, we... <laughs> if you don't, come on.
Well, I, what I can say for sure, what I can say for sure is that, like, I personally built my net. You, you talking or you ask the question and you talking. I can see you. I can see you. That, that thing up there, that's a light. You ain't safe. And out like here. the song say, there is a light that shines right down on your ass. I can see you right now, okay? Now, no, I'm just, you know, I'm gonna play with you. But what, all I'm saying is like, like, I built my personal network of friends that you see here. These are really literally my friends for real. And I think that that's what's the most amazing thing about our connection is that it wasn't based on me having a desire to build a network, you know what I mean, for certain pursuits or seeking out people who are like-minded in industry. Because that's cool, too, when you want to build a network. But I didn't want to build a network. I made friends. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the great thing about that is when someone is your friend... They believe in you. They, it automatically legitimizes your effort and your contribution if they're really your friend. And so I've been blessed enough to have friends who, who were able to, you know, showcase my work and my ability. And I thank God for them. And I'm so glad they're here. So thank you to everybody that knows that I'm talking about them right now. And my sister here, too. And y'all know that's my favorite person in the world. I love her so much. Go ahead, friend. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I co-sign that. I don't think I've, I've um, sought out friends or a network. I think when you just start focusing on your craft, people will gravitate towards you just based on your energy. Like, you know, backstage Maya. Shameless Maya, where you at? Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Maya uh, was back there steaming my outfit. <laughs> Shout out to Maya right. for the steaming game strong. <laughs> That's a true friend right there, okay? Right. She called me from her cab like, girl, I bought my portable steamer. You good? I'll be there in 15 minutes. I was like, yes. So that's the homie, you know? But it's like we just gravitated because we just believe in the same things. You know, we create to inspire. We create to try to save the world as best as we can. That's just why we're doing it. And... Um, it's so awesome when you see other creatives that are doing the same thing you are, and then you meet each other, and you're like, oh, my God, this person is the same offline. You know, it's not an act. Um, even Cheska Lee, shout out to Cheska. Cheska she, Lee. Because <laughs> her own Comedy Central. Right? And Cipriana, hey. Cipriana. <laughs> like, they really, in Crystal, like, they've all... In Crystal. <laughs> like, everybody. Jade. So just, <laughs> these these are all my sisters. You know, they they we just think the same ways. We just trying to do our thing and and open doors for everybody while we're doing it. And it's really awesome that we are so locked in with each other. Where if one person has an event, it's like we rolling. It's literally two rows <laughs> deep of black influencers. And Squad, just, why can't y'all act like we graduated from high school right now? If you in the <laughs> VIP row, get up and clap. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Represent my best friend Gary in the building. What's up? <laughs> no, and there's no competition when you don't compete. You know, I don't compete with anyone, so no one competes with me. And that's just how it is. Right? And people know. That was in caps lock. <laughs> no, and I'm proud. All anyone. my friends are in their lane and they do it well. You know, there's there's no need to even step in each other's lanes. We just support it when people have their things going on, and it's just a really dope feeling. So, yeah, no network, just be. It'll come. That's it.
when you are uh i'm gonna tell you a secret fran is really blueprint how you're supposed to do shit like a lot of the shit she gave us are giving people a lot of people are college and high school listening i'm like damn if i had been listening to this shit back then at 28 i'd be like more than where i want to fucking be so um Fran is just one of those people that has come into my life before, well before the show. She just came into my life because she was the type of person that I wanted to work towards being or I uh, had similar goals and interests in mind. Whenever you're just out there doing things that you want to do, you're going to meet like-minded people. And you're not going to always agree with those people. You know, some people are only here for a season. Some people are here forever, you know. Um, but the more that you focus on what it is you want to do and the things that you got going on, people that are like you will come in they'll just like kind of come out of nowhere back in the day i met fucking xd the xd experience in the building yeah off of fucking black gay chat you know before there was the apps there was the message boards that's right shit joanne prada before joanne was this prada she was on the message boards you know what i'm saying it was like where we had a little gay community but it was just us out there bullshitting. <laughs> we had a little gay community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when living out in Atlanta, it was such a, a weird gay experience. I was just like, nah, I'm not fucking with these homos out here. So I, I logged on. I don't know what the hell it was. But I was out there just fucking around and l- communicating online with people that I felt with. I was out there just fucking around. <laughs> <sighs> it can't always be Fran, can it? Um, no, but online, like I was making YouTube videos. I found someone else that was making YouTube videos that wanted to do things for the gay community. And we kind of connected. And then I moved out here and I met other YouTubers and influencers. And as my interests kept changing, people that I wanted to align myself with kept changing. I was meeting like artists that I wanted to work with and all sorts of shit. So my network is comprised of people that I want to, you know, we have very similar interests, but it's genuine friendships. It was genuinely that love for something there and then that love for each other, that camaraderie, that wanting to be and help each other and do for each other. And that was kind of how we ended up on this podcast. Like, you know, me and Dustin had an opportunity and, and Fran is out here been presenting opportunities. So it was just like we had to come together and really do some really big shit, you know. And today is a big day because it's our anniversary and you're all out here celebrating that shit with us. So... Hopefully, let this be a testament to what can happen when you are just organically being yourself and really pushing yourself in those directions you feel are right. You know, don't turn your back on your instinct. And one more thing to add to that, because you make it sense. Like a hundred pennies. You know what I'm saying? You make it sense right now. But one more thing, though. What's most amazing about this, I can't believe all these people are here because you listen to what we put out there that's blowing my mind. But what's most amazing about this moment is that you're here because, yeah, we had these ideas, and, yeah, we talked about it, but we, we, we had enough courage to try and actually start creating and making moves. And it just it reaffirms, like, my ambitions and my passions and shit. Like, just seeing your faces tonight, it makes me more convicted to move, like, just fervently toward my success and I'm so thankful that everybody's here. I hope everybody here gets laid tonight. Like, I just, you know, I just, this is great. Like, word up. I hope everybody get laid. And I hope everybody get, like, some extra money so you can pay your payment arrangement on your phone bill all the way up. And just have a zero balance. Who the last time you had a zero balance on your phone bill? Right? I wish that for all of you. Yes. Thank you. 
<laughs> and I want to add too, on your journey, you're going to meet a lot of people that aren't good for you. And that's okay too. It is. Right. Because a lot of the creatives that I've met that, you know, haven't been so friendly. <laughs> a lot of the times they'll be a mirror of your weak spots, you know? And so you have to accept them as well. Yeah. Right? Ministry. I know. <laughs> no, but all jokes aside, <laughs> um, I've met a lot of people that, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, this person is X, Y, Z. But then it made me be like, oh, but you know what? They gravitated towards me and I gravitated towards them. Gravity. So, all, <laughs> so all that does is amplify where you need to strengthen up. So don't take those um how do I put it? I guess the, tox the toxic people that we like to label a lot of the times. I'm not saying embrace them like, yeah, girl, <laughs> come in. But not don't like that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but just, you know, don't be so quick to assume that, that every situation is like a waste of your time or like, you know, that you should be distraught over it. Because I'm actually thankful for all the fuck boys. Thankful for, yeah, I'm thankful because now I, I'm my eyesight knows exactly <laughs> yep. That's ninja training now, you know what I'm saying? So I know exactly how to navigate, and all you're doing is showing me my path even clearer. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in a way, there's no losing, and I think that's fly. I think that's fly, too, you know? And if nothing else, like, you're just on a petty note. Of course. <laughs> okay. If nothing else, like usually, most often, all the people who are like terrible in relationships or any type of interaction, they always good at one other thing. So if nothing else, at least it better be the reason you're keeping them around. I'm just saying. At least you was motivated to make breakfast in the morning. That's all I got to say, you know? And sometimes you gotta be thankful for what you got. Okay? And you take that. And that's all the inspiration you need because I don't know about y'all, but I feel my most confident after I've been validated. You know what I'm saying? Someone turn off his mic. It's a <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Audible. Now, we love to read a good book, but finding the time to sit down and really enjoy one is hard to fit into a busy schedule. Audible aims to make it easy for you to enjoy books by listening to them on your time. Listen to them at the gym, during your commute, on your lunch break, anytime you want, really. Audible.com provides over 250,000 titles from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. The best part, the app is free. It works on all Apple devices, even Android and Windows phones. And unlike a streaming or rental service, with Audible, you own your books. So you can access your books anytime, anywhere, right from your smartphone. Make sure you check out Oprah's Book Club's newest pick, The Underground Railroad by Carlson Whitehead. In his sixth novel, Whitehead tells the harrowing story of Cora an indomitable teenage slave and her desperate bid for freedom from an antebellum cotton plantation in Georgia circa 1850. When Caesar, a recent arrival from Virginia, tells her about the Underground Railroad, they decide to take a terrifying risk and escape. Matters do not go as planned. Cora kills a young white boy who tries to capture her. 
they manage to find a station and head north, and they're being hunted by slave catchers. But here, the Underground Railroad is no mere metaphor. Literal engineers and conductors operate a secret network of tracks and cavernous tunnels crisscrossing beneath American soil. As Cora travels north, her journey transports her across state lines, and along her way, each state she visits portrays a different state of American possibility, showcasing a kaleidoscope of communities across the country, from a white supremacist enclave in North Carolina to an Indiana black separatist encampment. As readers complete their journey through the Underground Railroad, they can engage online at the book club hub, oprah.com forward slash book club. They will also have the opportunity to participate in the book club and answer weekly questions via Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Check the hashtag, hashtag Oprah's book club for more. Read more in Oprah's interview with Whitehead in the September issue of O, the Oprah magazine on sale August 9th. Just for listeners of The Friend Zone, Audible.com is offering a free 30-day trial membership. Go to audible.com forward slash friend today and start your free trial right now. Again, show your support for The Friend Zone, y'all, and get a free trial right now at audible.com forward slash friend. <laughs> so now, <laughs> I think it's, I think we should... <laughs> This is just like the studio, y'all. <laughs> Except Ty would be editing this part out. <gasps> so I think we should we should jump into the questions. What do you I'm guys with think? It. Oh wait, wait. Should we do the icebreaker first? Okay. So we're actually going to do it different, though. I'm gonna let y'all pick the icebreaker. Damn, y'all so damn shy tonight. It's our one-year anniversary. Y'all better... Okay, I see a hand raised. I see one hand raised. It better not be nothing crazy. I see you jumping up and down. Are you going to stand up? Can you project or do you need a microphone? Hey, are you... Oh, you know what? Hold on, wait. Are you Leon? Okay, wait. Let me say... First of all, let me say thank you to Leon. This gentleman was at 305 Live and gave me his, his uh, pink bandana. Someone took mine at the show... But he gave me his. It was like an exchange. The universe did that. I didn't even know that was you, and I picked you, so thank you. <laughs> so now you want to ask your question? You know what? If you, if you want, it's 2016, bro, and, and God has blessed us to be in this venue, and we got mics down front. We do. <laughs> all, all you got to do is just say, excuse me, like four times, like every three people. Like every Look, third person already. say, excuse they already me, got up I'm for sorry, you. excuse me. And then by that time, you'll be at the steps, and then you just come on down. You know what I'm saying? And you're right in front of the See, mic, and everybody real. can hear you. I was real proud of myself for remembering yep. something. So I had to say thank you, you know. The, the bandana, I lost mine, so that was like an and energy And I remember exchange. you handed it to me, but you didn't tell me what was going on. I was like, I don't want your bandana. Shout out to our dear friends, Cheska Lee and Shameless Maya on the mic. Thank you. Real friends. Do, do you want us to... Oh, oh he came down. So, oh, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. we uh, have Chester two surprise guests, sort of. <laughs> Jessica Lee and Shameless Maya are going to host the Woo! Q&A section. Clap it up for the magic yeah. in the building. <laughs> so that hit us with the icebreaker. That was a weird-ass moment when I gave you the... Yeah, the I was like, bro. They were like, I... They're like, why don't you just text him? I was like, I don't really know them. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Um, so my question... Um, it's actually, well, it is the icebreaker for you guys. Okay, and thank you. especially because you said Rose Quartz. Um, do you know Steven Universe? 
Uh oh, where's Crystal? I know. I was. I immediately was about to say, I do Crystal's know Steven like Universe. And I actually, I, I, I'm familiar with the show. As a matter of fact, uh, friend of the show, Estelle, voices Garnet yeah, on the show. Yeah. So, this, shout this out is, to Steven Universe and this, shout out to Estelle. This is definitely why I wanted to ask this question. Um, so I love the show, and I have many theories and everything about the show. Um, about Steven Universe? About this, yes. Okay, I don't watch that deep, I'm, so I'm, I, 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 I got to be real. But I'm not going to go that deep. But um, so listening to your show and listening and watching Steven Universe, um, I realized the power of stones. And um, fr- um, Francesca and um, you, Asante, especially talk about stones and um, what they do for your life. And if you um, watch Steven Universe they start to speak about those same stones and they identify the properties or the, um, the characteristics of the stones and what they embody and everything like that. So I know major stones that have been in the show, specifically for me, like um, Ruby. Ruby is like a very common stone. And then they show in that in the show as a person who is like a warrior or a very common warrior. And they're kind of dumb. But they fight. They're very. They're, they they fight and they're very loyal. Am I allowed their, to be the bad guy and so, ask for so, the question? So this is, this this is where where I'm going with this is. Um, I'm being the bad so, guy because it's a Q and A. So where I'm going with this is, um, if you were to create a character on this show, given your I guess your birthstone or what stone? Not much of stones or or just a random stone, whatever. What would that stone be, and what would that stone embody in real life? <laughs> like, so, like if I was to make like my own ratchet stone, I feel or like, go first. Okay. so if your if your stone was say, uh, I don't know, um, diamond. You diamonds are like diamond princess. Speaking of a diamond, diamond princess. So, but diamond is my birthstone. So fuck it, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Take it away, Dustin. Because I got to keep it real. I ain't know what the hell you was talking about. <laughs> But once you brought it, once you brought it full circle and told us we were talking about the stones, right? What would we be? Uh, I don't really know too much about stones. You know what I'm saying? But one plus one. No, I'm just playing. But I don't know too much about stones or whatever. But my birthstone is diamond, so I guess if I'm gonna be a cartoon character, I'm gonna ham it up. So it'll kind of be like being in a rap video. So I guess like my cartoon character would be like on a yacht in Miami. Hi, Heather. On a yacht in Miami, you know, I probably would have on, like, some Versace sunglasses, you know what I'm saying? And be in a robe laid out with some champagne, you know what I'm saying? And just laid out. And that would be, like, my character based on a diamond. Did that answer your motherfucking question? Wait, so... Go ahead, friend. I still don't know what the question is. What stone would you be and what stone would that represent? Yeah. But are you asking about stones that exist or are we like making... Yeah, no, oh, okay. Yeah, oh. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she does that in the studio too. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. What you was talking about? I was like, my bad, girl. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I'd be the rose quartz. Yes. <laughs> right? Those who know, know. Got you around my neck. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a stone that opens your heart. And I think that's my purpose out here, so. Right? Yes, I know. I know. Fran, I love you so much. <laughs> you know, I'm going to bring this all the way back around. <laughs> I know Dustin's going to get his life from this and Fury's going to die. I would be Amethyst. 
but it would be the Tinashe version. She would be like on the show dancing her ass off and shit. It'd be like Steven comes out like, are we going to have together breakfast? And the Tinashe comes dancing out like, ah, I'm going to have that breakfast. And then do that little clap thing she'd be doing. Like, and then maybe she could turn into a superhero or whatever. Like her, her stone could be... Maybe it would a be on her forehead. Block. No, it, it should be like her belly button. It should be like a belly button ring. And so then it could be like, Tinashe, or Tinashe Amethyst. We need you. And she would just transform and do like, and all hands on deck and, and kill it. I hope that answers your question. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's done with us. I thought All Hands on Deck was about a misdeal. I thought they was playing like spades or something and shit. I was trying to follow her. I ain't cards. like her then, though. You know what I'm saying? I always thought Tanache looked like she'd be at the mall in the food court and shit. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm saying? She'd be outside all, the all Panda Express. and Deb and shit. You know what I'm saying? She looked like one of them girls. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hold on all I'm saying is if you're on a, you know, on a platform that large, you know, button it up. You know what I'm saying? Put some respect on your brand tonight. But I love her now. She can dance and she can sing and she's pretty. And the Amethyst mixtape is fire. Real talk. That's so, yeah. Shout out to this. I'm sorry, Fran. But shout out to this girl right here in the pink hair wrap with the knot on the front. I, I just saw you. you tapping your hair wrap like that. Shout out to you for keeping it 100, okay? Word up. That black girl magic hair wrap. So... We're ready for the Q&A section. We have Shameless Maya right here and Cheska Lee right here. So if you have questions, just line up on the stairs and they will just handle y'all. Oh, y'all can walk up if y'all want to, but you ain't got to. I don't want to do these stairs, friend. (laughs) Okay. Oh, damn. It's like the wave in the audience right now. Wait, 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 wait. So I know there's probably a lot of people that want to ask questions. So crystallize that question into a good, like, tight three minutes. Three Shout sentences, not three minutes. Not three minutes. Three se- sentences short, so that short. we can try to, like, get through as many people as possible. <laughs> we got lighting, y'all. Lights. Word up. Another level. Another one. Hey, y'all. Um, hey. My name is Ayana. I'm from the Bronx. Hey. hey. I'm not from the Bronx. I don't think I should do that. Um, I recently obtained a master's degree in... Go ahead for the master's! In uh, human resource management. Uh, HR is like an extreme passion of mine, something that I've been really uh, just excited about for a few years now. And um, I quit a full-time job that I was miserable at. Um, and got an opportunity to work for the Department of Education. Um, and the only downside of it was I had to take a major pay cut, and it is a temporary position. Um, so right now I'm in a predicament where I do I want to stay in the path that I'm going in and keep applying to jobs that I'm not getting any callbacks because, you know, I just got this degree. And, but no experience, or should I just go back to a job just to pay the bills? Like, how should I kind of go about, should I wait it out, or, I mean, bills got to get paid, you know? <laughs> okay. Here's the thing, right? Those bills that you have to pay are very real. Yeah, they okay? are. Okay? <laughs> so, like, there's absolutely nothing wrong 
with you finding another outlet to pursue your passion in HR, right? While you take another job that will pay your bills. You just have to be, you have to have balance. So if you're miserable on your job, but it's paying all your bills, then you can then take the money that you have a surplus of to create some type of outlet for you to like funnel your passion for HR. I don't know what that would mean because that's your work to do. But like that would seriously, that would be a way for you to like meet it in the middle because being broke is not fun. You know what I'm saying? And, and you don't have to be that in this, for the sake of passion, you know? So that's all I got to say, you know? Thank you. You're more than welcome. We, we got a next question. Or should we like, alternate? Yeah, you guys are going to alternate. Okay. Alternate. Okay. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, I'm Chloe, also known as Cleverly Chloe. Hey. She's my friend, y'all. Hi, oh, Chloe. I'm from the Bronx. Hey. hey. Am I allowed to do this? Okay. Oh, thank you. Yes, you are. Okay. You know what, guys? I love you. Hi, Asante. Hi, Dustin. Hi, Fran. Um, so, really quickly, I have a friend who I wanted her to come here. She was supposed to come, but she gave away her ticket, so whatever. But I wanted her to get the opinion from y'all because um, she recently moved to Tampa, and she moved out there because of a job that was beneficial to her, but her boyfriend also lived in Miami. Mm. I was like, girl, nobody moves to Tampa. Old people go to Tampa. She was like, no, it's like really fun. It's young people. Nobody goes to Tampa. No offense to anybody from Tampa. So um, they've broken up. He's since gotten back with his baby mother. Um, he was one of, for, like, for the win, like, no offense to anybody from Miami, but, like, Miami is rough. Like, anyone from Miami? Like, like, no! Oh, okay, what's your Is question? that one Kid Fury? What's your question? No, I love you, Kid Fury. You know that. Don't, don't even. But he was not from the good Miami. He was from, like, a harsher life. He was, like, scamming people. Okay. He was, like, doing a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> Kid Fury gonna block me on Twitter. It's crazy. So now she wants to move, she wants to now move back to New York because she feels like her job is not working out that well for her, but I just think she kind of wants to leave the area where he is. I think she should stay. I think she should fight it out and not relocate her life again for a man, over a man. But the last time I told her how I felt about her move, she was, she rejected it. So now she told me, you know, be honest with me, but I don't know. The question is, should she say should she leave? Should I, how should I tell her should she leave or should she go? How, how long has she been in my, uh, Tampa? She's been in Tampa for maybe four months. And how long has she been broken up with this man? Two weeks. And she's ready to go. Was she happy before they broke up in Tampa? Do you think she only moved to Tampa for this man? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just let the sister come back. She ain't going to be happy out there. Come on back, girl. We got you, but don't call me when you do that shit again when you move out. I mean, you just going to keep going up for some dick. That's your MO. We know that. But come on home, girl. Like, just come on back. Don't waste your time in Tampa. Because, you know, don't nobody, like you said, don't nobody just move to Tampa. So she ain't finding nothing out there. They can't move to Miami. I'm just going to put that out there. They can. Miami's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Jessica. Coming in with a tight three-sentence question. I like your style, Jessica Lee. I got you. Don't even worry. Um, my name is Monique. I'm from Brooklyn. One. <laughs> Real quick. So you guys... Two. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> All right. Obviously, you guys, you know, you're creatives, right? What kind of insecurities did you have to overcome in order to reach your full potential? 
getting that self promo with a good question. Where I got a question. Where was your ass at when we was picking show topics? Because that's where that's where you should have showed up and came on down to the mics. Damn it. No, that's a great question. Yeah, for real. So which one are you going to answer it? <laughs> I think it's Fran's turn. <laughs> um, wow. Which insecurities? Listening to too many people that have never done what I've done, but for some reason felt like they could tell me what I can do. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, you, I mean, you've seen all the quotes on Tumblr, like people that, <laughs> yeah, y'all know, but people that, um, they have their limitations and they forget that that's their limitations. And so, you know, I don't allow, I think the breakthrough for me was not allowing people to project their reality on what I know my reality is. So. <laughs> I hope that answered your question. <laughs> we got a next one up. Ooh, is this on? Is this on? Yeah, you a little low, though. Hello? No, you, you Can on. Can y'all you turn low. her mic on, please? Now you off. Now I'm off. Okay, now, now you I'm on. on. Now you on. Okay, what's your name? Oh, hi, I'm Loma. I'm from Harlem. Hey! hey. Finally. Or in gentrification terminology, Soha. Oh, wow. Uh, see? See? Soha, Spaha. I've been telling y'all about that bullshit. So my question is, I know you guys have been to L.A. and Amsterdam. What would your ideal city be if you, I guess, all three could be there? I don't want to live anywhere but New York City. If you couldn't pick New York. If you couldn't pick Thanks, New York. Thanks, Maya. <laughs> New Orleans. The music is good. The people are good. The vibe is good. It's enough strangers for me not to be bored and go tell some lies every other night. <laughs> you know, it's just amazing. Like, New Orleans is perfect. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Friend, yours. You coming with me? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's like, uh, yeah. I'm, mm, actually, no, I might go to Amsterdam. Don't ask why. <laughs> I'm definitely to play Pokemon with Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> she did catch her some over I, there, I okay? <laughs> she did. I'm gonna actually steal friends and say Amsterdam as well. Yeah. Um, some for those of y'all that follow, I just was there recently with the read, and that shit was amazing. I would take all of my closest friends with me to Amsterdam if I could, like. Everyone should experience somewhere outside of the United States. I'm so blessed that Amsterdam was, you know, at the top of the list. And I got to knock her out early, but I would totally spend a month in Amsterdam if I could. Jessica, what you got, girl? <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Um, I actually wrote in, like, the, cup, the first, like, maybe the third episode about the racist server. That was me. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. You the one did it? No, 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 they, Oh, they shit. Okay, me. okay. What? I had to stop myself from going off. Sorry. Um, but my question is about dealing with kind of like draining friends. Um, <laughs> Salt baths. Damn. So, all yeah. of <laughs> draining friends. Everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the, so Fran is Lemonade, I'm Tim Pico. For my friends, I, you know, I'm kind of like that shoulder for everybody to lean on. They come to me with their stuff. Um, there's this one friend who... Wait, did you say Fran is eliminating your Tampico? Yeah. Tampico. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That thick-ass shit. Tampico's so thick. Listen, she tastes like medicine, like penicillin and it. shit. I'm, I'm sorry, I had to give it. you a... I like that. <laughs> Please continue. Um, and there's this one friend...
friend who, you know, I always, anytime she needs me, anytime she needs to talk, she needs help with her business cards, anything like that, I'm there for her. But when it's on the, when I need something from her or when I need like a shoulder, she's not there for me. And I'm kind of, it's difficult because I don't want to be selfish. And I feel like I'm being selfish by saying, I'm not going to help you. No, 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 no. It's hard. It's really, really hard to... Um, well, there you go. Take destiny. You know, thank you. That is definitely not your friend. Um, I think, see, what's your sign? You a Sagittarius? Oh, see, you're supposed to be smarter than that. You know, I know some, I know some amazing Sagittarians in my life. Right, one right next to you. You know, I think a lot of the time, I'm dealing with this myself, and I don't want to sound bitter, but... Just because you treat people how you want to be treated doesn't, it's, it's assumed it's not anything that is enforced and you shouldn't enforce things on people. You should do things just because you genuinely want to with no reciprocation. Now, if you are doing said things and you feel like this person isn't fulfilling my needs, they may not have been fulfilling your needs this entire time. So are you going to really stop and complain this time that they're not doing it? Or are you going to get you some friends that do fulfill those needs all the while still living your life as best as you can? I will, hold on, hold on. I, I want to add though, sometimes, um, people don't realize that they're like that though. And I'm, um, cause I have some friends that would, you know, drain the shit out of me cause they know that I'll talk to them all day about feelings. And sometimes you have to create those boundaries and they just don't realize it cause no one's ever checked them. And some people need to be checked. And I think, I know, and I know that's, it's weird because you're like, you're an adult, you know, you should be emotionally intelligent enough to know that conversations should work both ways. But the truth is age means nothing. Some people just haven't gotten to that point of experience and understanding. Maybe their family is, you know, cold, like people have different experiences. So sometimes what I would suggest is just tell her straight up. What is it? Yeah, tell her, like, do you ever realize that every time we talk, it's always about you? And just see what she says. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Frank came through with the knockout you just now. You might help her. She That's might be like, damn, I never bit. realized that. And you might wake something in her that, you know, she'll be like, I'm sorry. And then you save the friendship. But make sure you got on, like, like sneakers and sweatpants when you... <laughs> When you bring it up in conversation, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so we got one last question, so make this count. What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Naima. I'm from yeah. Maryland. Um, hey, Maryland. Um, okay, sorry. Um, I just uh, wanted to know if y'all have ever encountered anything that um, made you feel like so small, something that almost like broke you, and like how did you overcome it, like especially early in your life? Thank you. That was great. Repeat your question posture. one more time. Like, oh, have you ever encountered something that like made you feel like so small, like something that almost broke you, like you hit rock bottom or something? And how did you overcome it? Early on in life, the Mary J. Blige My Life album got me through a lot of bullshit. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, listen to Mary J. Blige's first two albums, and everything that you had anxiety about, you will no longer have anxiety about. Thank you. Friend. Oh, gosh. Wait, so you said if you hit rock bottom, how'd you overcome it? Yeah. Uh, I've hit rock bottom a few times. 
But I think what happens is you get through it faster. You know, I don't think rock bottom, like, stops. I think it's a, like, you're going to hit walls the older you get. New levels, new devils type thing. And I think... Y'all heard it. (laughs) Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and paint rainbows and butterflies saying that now I live in the clouds and life is just great. How'd you Um, get over it? Right. (laughs) How did you? And overcoming, I think, um, like I said, it's, I don't, I think it's more so how much faster am I processing what's happening and, and being able to kind of be like, oh, this is what this is. And then know how to just put it in its place and not let it consume me. So you're going to keep getting hit, but it's just a matter of just bouncing back. And I, there's really no rules I can give you because we all have different ways of processing. But for me, it's herb baths, <laughs> a lot of Epsom salt, good friends that make you feel safe, um, and a lot of alone time. I'm alone a lot. Yeah, and I think the isolation is my religion. Yeah. And scratch-offs. Get you some, like, scratch... Get you, like, a $10 scratch-off. And when you hit, I promise you're going to feel a lot better about shit, you know? So we're going to do one more on the side. Hi, guys. Okay. I wrote this out to make sure it's quick. Um, I have a question about people in your life and how you're supposed to know the difference between when somebody good makes a mistake um, because they're human Versus when, like, your love for somebody lets you stay in a situation that you should not be in anymore. Graham. Graham. This is not a game. I did not come to play with you hoes. Damn. I feel triggered. (laughs) (laughs) Asante, you can take it away. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm a lot of y'all have that y'all listen to the podcast. I'm a real nervous person. Like I've always just struggled with this idea of do my thoughts matter? Do I feel like I should even share my thoughts and opinions with people? Are they even worth hearing them? You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of that and, and you know what? They are. It was really a self-esteem thing, just masked as, a, oh, you know, I'm just going to act like, you know, people don't really deserve to hear this. So um, through doing that, I've become a very shy person in certain aspects. Like, it's very hard for me to do certain things. So when I meet certain people, it's hard for me to discern whether or not they're in my life uh, to do good or bad. You know, when they make a mistake, that doesn't mean that they're doing bad, per se. You know, going into my ninja training toolkit, people that do bad, there's always... A blessing and the lesson, you know what I'm saying? When shit gets real and it gets wrong, you're going to get through it. So you have to figure out, like, okay, well, I made it through this in the past, so how am I going to make it through this, you know, in the present? And trying to figure out who in your life is here for the right and the wrong or how to deal with them, you really just have to focus on yourself and how how you see another person outside of yourself because a lot of it is reflection. You might be seeing things in the way someone else is doing something because it's similar to you or you might be seeing it because you want to reject it or there's just many, many reasons. But for me personally, it really boils down to just saying, fuck it. I'm either going to deal with this or I'm not. Either way, I'm going to make it through because I made it through the shit before, so I'm going to make it through this shit here now.
Yo, so for me, really quick, like, I just know that I've made mistakes before in life. And I know that sometimes when I've made choices that weren't necessarily the best, I was doing what I had to do. And that's a real place to be. So sometimes you have to consider what's going on in that person's life when they made that mistake. You have to consider, like, like the past history you have with them. Is this something that's a pattern? You know, be fair. Because you you've done some things too, right? When is, did you lie to anybody today? I'm just playing. No, nah, but like, seriously, you know what I mean? Like, people make mistakes, so you just have to be fair, but you also have to be real with yourself, and if this is somebody that's toxic for you, and if this is something that you just cannot handle, you have to be strong enough to remove them from your life in every way. And when you have those tough moments where you miss the good times, and you miss hanging out with them, and you miss that energy you had, you got to remember the sting of that pain from what they asked did to you at that last time. And when you remember that, you do things, you know what I'm saying? Like send their mama, you know, screenshots of your iMessage history and shit like that. You know, so she know what she raised because it was her damn fault in the first place that they asked and did what they did. And we here asking this question. I'm just kidding. I'm not, but I am. I hope that helps. <sighs> um... This is a tough one because I think people love to say, like, girl, you got to leave them and um, love to give advice. But then secretly they're doing the same shit. You know what I mean? I know we've all, we've all been that person. <laughs> we've all know that person. So all I can say is go through your process. Even, like, for me, I've had to deal with those people. And I've had my friends that tell me, like, can't you see, you know, what's going on? And I couldn't. I couldn't see it. But I think you have to go through those relationships. And that's kind of the only way you'll stretch. Because um, I think it's weird when people tell you, oh, just, you know, what do they say? What doesn't serve you? What's the quote on Tumblr? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> Y'all know the quote. Right, get rid of the things that no longer Tumblr serve girl. you. Right, people love to tweet that all day. And yes, obviously, we don't want to be surrounded by things that no longer serve us, but you won't know what that is until you actually feel it for yourself. And so I say, listen to your heart. If it's telling, obviously not in like, if, you Before know. you tell them goodbye? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. If it's like really bad, a really, really destructive relationship, you know, where you're like losing your hair and all the kind of crazy shit. Not Damn. anything bad. <laughs> it happens. But I just think, go through it. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Exhibit it. <laughs> Stress. <laughs> all right. No, seriously, I've, I actually am happy that I went through those really, really bad relationships. Because <laughs> she came out all right. Y'all see this right, here? Right, yeah. I have to be here? sure. I just had to, you know. <laughs> no, sometimes, like I said, you have to go through some shit to really understand what it is. So just don't listen to anyone else because nine times out of ten, they're telling you one thing and then doing the same. So go through your process. And you'll understand it way better than anyone could explain it to you. That's right. You ain't going to listen to him no way. So just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you to our friends, Cheska Lee and Shameless Maya. Thank you. 
Don't forget today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Bevel. Now, you know you have to support a black business because they are here supporting us. So if they take an ads out on this show, that means you need to go on ahead and get you a Bevel Razor or the Bevel Trimmer that's out for pre-order now. Nas dropped that major key on DJ Khaled's now, okay? The album's done. Y'all need to go listen to that track. And you need to log on to GetBevel.com and get you a Bevel Razor. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com, promo code FRIENDZONE. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com, promo code FRIENDZONE. Pick up your bevel today, enter the code FRIENDZONE at checkout, and save 20% on your first month's order. Start shaving smarter today with bevel if you haven't already. Now let's get back to the show. We have a little bit of time left. We were going to you know, be not black and finish on time and things. So, oh, hold on. What happened? Oh, okay, let's turn this mic on. Oh, we got, we got, <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. We're going to give you the mic, okay? You was doing okay. the mic work with us. Okay, you so, deserve the mic. You guys have been doing this for a year, and I've seen the huge growth that you've come into since episode one till now. What has been your biggest challenge with the friend zone, doing it weekly? What challenges are you each facing? And can you share that with us here on the friend zone? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going first. <laughs> right, go second. Go second. The safe route. Anytime you're in the clutch, go second. Lucky I don't want this mic to slide off the table. Um, I'll be honest. Um, Dustin and Asante are hard to pull from. <laughs> I will have these yes. topics, and then after the show, they'll just, like, pour out. And I'm like, y'all, y'all. You know, like you could be sitting in the, the studio. <laughs> we be sitting in the studio, and Fran be looking like she be like Asante, and I be like, "Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, grits and shrimp and shit." <laughs> um, I, I think, but you know, I'm learning too that you have to meet people where they are because I am pretty pushy, and it's been it's helped me to understand that not everyone is ready to have certain conversations, and maybe they just don't want to, and that's fine. So I think the hardest part is, especially <clears throat> this one over here, trying to, you know, when we trying to, to crack them open and, because I've, I've mentioned on the show before that with, you know, being online, I'm just now starting to open up and I'm enjoying it. It's hard because like I said, you, it's already hard enough as it is to open up and then you have to deal with the commentary too. It's like, okay, you know, it's already a challenge to do this in the first place. Um, but then trying to create a sh- a, an episode where I want to get all the different perspectives, and then I'm like trying to crack them open, and they're just looking at me like, and then start like freestyling, <laughs> you know. And then they, you know, the, the petty note comes in, the laughs, the songs, and I'm like, all right, I get it. <laughs> so I think for me, um, and I am older, you know, too. So I think I am in a place where I'm just like very free with my processes and how I'm feeling but I have to be more understanding that you know and just let them go ahead and freestyle when I want to talk about feelings <laughs> so right. that's been my challenge it's compromise <laughs> personal yeah. oh shoot <laughs> well for me you know I uh, I don't really like people knowing where I'm at so because the show come out every week people know I'm in town and I hate that. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
I think the challenge was that, okay, so like when you're friends with somebody, right, you always celebrate like the good times. And yeah, you share certain things, but it's always like your experience independent of them. You're just sharing it with them, like because you're friends. When you work with your friends, it's a different experience. And so working with my friends has taught me that it's taught me patience. You know what I mean? And it's taught me that I need to be patient out of my love for them and out of genuinely wanting to understand where they're coming from with certain things. Friend is absolutely right. I'm not going to talk about some shit. You know what I'm saying? But because I'm friends with Fran and because I know that she's trying to encourage me to do something that's going to benefit me, I try. And so I feel like a good way for us to meet in the middle is for her to be accepting of my effort. <laughs> Thank you. Well, <laughs> I have always just struggled being an open person. Um, I've always been, like, fun and vibrant and wanted to have a good time, but I've always struggled with, like, connecting with my own emotions and what things mean and how I feel about things. It's always been about everybody else and everything else. So working on the show, it's hard because, you know, Fran is literally sitting up here asking you about your damn business. And, you know, like she said, she's telling us these processes and revealing these processes. And sometimes, you know, you thinking, you looking at yourself like, I ain't have no process for that. Like, shit just happened. And so now I'm thinking, like, shit, like, what have I been missing out on? Like, there should have been a thought process there or something, and it just really starts to fuck with you. But instead of it hitting the anxiety that I've had for a very long time, it starts to hit different areas. And I think that's where the growth has come from. Um, it's really wanting me to focus on the pieces that I've been missing and not even been consciously missing because I've always been myself. I've always had a good-ass time. People have always enjoyed me. But when you're doing it on the podcast and you have this, like, block of time where people need to know what you're talking about and where you're coming from, it's hard because people want certain things from you. Like, coming off of the read, people are like, we want you to be funny. It's like, I know I can be funny. Like, damn, I like to laugh. But then it was like, Fran's audience was like, we want you to give your fucking soul. And it's like... <laughs> I've been too busy watching Housewives making fun of everybody else's soul. I'm not looking at mine, okay? So it was, it's really an experience to sit down and break down those moments of self and reflect and see how people tie into your fucking mirror because same shit, I'd be making fun of NeNe for fucking anybody shit, even Melania Trump. Like, I'm making fun of these people. I'm thinking to myself, you know what? There is a piece of me in this person. You know, Melania's beautiful. I'm beautiful. I shouldn't make fun of her. No, I'm... <laughs> no but it's, it's Melania really... Melania Trump looked like the man on the lemon head box. <laughs> she looks Melania like... Melania Trump looked like that emoji with the straight, like, eyes and nose and mouth. She looks like the baby emoji with no from hair. Here. I I say that I am happy to be here. I stole every fucking word I am saying. Melania Trump looked like that red dress emoji that everybody thought that... Right. <laughs> Ariana Grande look like shit. But um, no, I mean, I think a lot of the growth has just come from doing this work on self every week, even when forced to. Um, Fran is really big on journaling, and she talks about it so much, and the show is kind of like my personal journal. And sometimes I listen back, and I'm like, damn, I ain't even say this that week, or what was I really feeling, or trying to really connect. And y'all are connecting, you know, with us through your own experiences, and that means the world. It's like, Damn, like, 
people feel this way. You know, when you're feeling shit, it's almost like you are feeling it, so you're not really worried about how everybody else feels. And I think it's really dope to share that experience and really just relish in it. I hate relish. I don't like relish either, Every actually. time I get hot dogs, I just be getting mustard and ketchup. You know, I, mustard is sometimes for me. If it's spicy brown, I'm with Relish it. Is, I just don't see head. the point. Like, either you want a pickle or you don't. What the fuck is relish? You need the pickle or you don't. I want, I want it cut up like this. What is relish? This is what happens when I try to talk about feelings. Yeah. We go to the left. <laughs> no, but I, you said on a personal level, and I think for me, the, the greatest test has been patience. Um, patience. Lots of, lots of patience. No, but honestly, even patience that you guys have had with me, you know, um, because I, like you said, I want your soul. <laughs> Just kidding. That sounds so witchy. But Yeah, not, not in that weird way. Not in that weird way. No, in but, a talent, creative way, you know. Yeah, no, I think the fun, like we've mentioned on the show before, everything is ninja training, you know, trying yes. to figure out um, how, how do you best fit in every situation, and everyone around you, how can you make them feel comfortable being around you? And I think we've done a good job. You know, I think we found our rhythm it's from episode one, right? <laughs> and it hasn't, like I said, it hasn't been the easiest thing to have a mental health, mental wellness, mental hygiene podcast on the internet because people prefer distraction. Distraction, being numb. Um, laughing, Probably all these things. Divas. Yeah, all these things are just easier um, on a daily basis because not only are you dealing with your personal battles, but then you go online and you're seeing people getting killed. You know, it's like, where do you go to take a break? And so I understand that when you listen to us, sometimes it can be like, ooh, I'm not ready to go there yet, you know? But what I have found with this podcast and I'm learning to be proud of is that we're there when you're ready to face those things, you know, to go to soundcloud.com <laughs> forward slash the friend zone. And I'm happy that we can be that resource. And look at all the people here now. It's yes, exciting. look at all of y'all showing up. <laughs> Give yourselves a round of applause. Right. This is our first live show and all of you are here. Yeah, and it's a true testament that if you feel a calling, even if it's the unpopular conversation, unpopular opinion, or unpopular path, go with it. That just means you have a road to pave, and this is living proof, because that's exactly what we did. So, thank you guys for being here for our one-year anniversary. Y'all are the shit. <laughs> oh, gosh. Damn, y'all don't want to leave. another question? <laughs> oh, you know what? Since Maya asked the question, it's only right Jessica Lee gets to ask a question. Um... What has been the biggest surprise of working on the Friend Zone podcast? Surprise. <laughs> that was like, a really good question. Go. Everyone would be like, yeah. This bottle of Hennessy right here? No. <laughs> the biggest surprise. Um, yeah, personal. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's a tough one. <laughs> I don't know because there's so many things I could say. You know right. you have that this moment. is really hard. Um, I don't know. The biggest surprise from doing the friend zone for a fucking year would have to be I have found a true love and passion for hosting that I did not know that I had. 
I knew that I would have fun sharing with people, and I knew that doing research and learning about topics so that I could discuss them seemed fun to me, but I didn't know that it was going to be something that I would grow to love. And so I'm so grateful that I did this because now I found something else that I'm just going to have to learn how to be Steph Curry with the shot boy on. You know what I'm saying? I just have to learn how to be my best self and be my NeNe Leakes nose number two, you know, and, and just and get my shit together. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I have to do. So I think that's been the biggest surprise because it was kind of like, I'm here and you're going to love doing this. It's going to change your whole career trajectory. So, like, that's where I'm at. And I'm so grateful for that. Right, friend? You know, it's been a couple surprises. Another good surprise, Tax always has Duce in the studio. And so sometimes, always. like, he'd be like, surprise, a bottle for the friend zone. And so we go in the studio and have cognac. Um, what's another good surprise? Um, our, we're on Spotify now. That's a good surprise. Uh, <laughs> you know. It's our live fucking show after one year. Right. This is a really good surprise. All of y'all here in this room with us tonight is a really good surprise. All of our like our close, close friends and creatives and Shout out to peers. Rose N and O. We picked that for a reason because everybody loves the word no around these. That's right. Words. That was no for y'all, except for our friends. Um, no, I think all the the things that have come from the podcast, like um, I just had a wellness retreat. Three of my ladies are in the audience. Yes. Hi, beautiful ones. Um, Spotify playlist. Yes. If y'all like that. <laughs> I have been putting everybody onto that playlist. Yes. I made my barber do it today. Nights. Actually, um, okay, the Shine app, right? Y'all right. like that with the affirmations. How many of y'all out there shining? Come on, come through. Um, Jesse Boykins the third. Are you Woo! here? Woo! Stand up. I told there he Woo! is. <laughs> hey Jesse. He's on my, my Spotify playlist, and that's been amazing to be able to work with my friends who are incredible creatives. Jesse actually just released an album called Bartholomew that you guys should check out. On SoundCloud. Do we have any of his music? Huh? Do we have any of his music? Oh, I yeah. Feel like, DJ, can you play us a snippet? I feel like we his... should just play a little song, you know? Y'all know this is my vibe right here. <laughs> they said women are from Venus, Venus, Venus. Look at the words. But I love my Earth girls. Never seen it, seen it, seen it. But I've been around the world. They say women are Give it up for Jesse Boykins, everybody. all singing. I know you've never seen it, seen it, seen it. But I've been around the world. Yeah. They said we're been on the way. Come on, man. Way, 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 <laughs> I had to pour a little cognac. <laughs> I know. 
right? right? Right. So that's it. Anything else you guys wanted to add before we get out of here? Cause I just want to say thank you. And I think that to answer your question, what's personal for me, it, it's just the feeling I got when we had an opportunity to meet some of you guys that are here tonight. And you would come up to us and say, you know, thank you so much for doing this because you guys have helped us this week. And the things that you did and said helped us to fix this problem in our lives that feeling, I, I had no idea that I was going to feel gratitude on that magnitude. I wasn't trying to rhyme. It just, those were the right words to use right then. But I didn't know that I was going to feel that. And so that's amazing for me. And I'm just super, super grateful. Just very grateful. That's all. Word. I think I speak for all of us in the crowd that we're so happy to share this one-year anniversary with you guys. I'm just so proud to have you guys as my friend and just to see the growth. You have been through, you know, waters and we're growing with you. Like to listen to these stories unfold, Asante, Dustin, friend, like it's it's really inspiring and it's motivating. So keep doing what you're doing. And I'm so excited to see you guys next year where you're gonna be then. Thank you, Maya. Give it up for shameless Maya, everybody. <laughs> really quickly. Uh, we're about to get out of here. I just want to say thank you so much to everybody that's come out tonight. Um, as much as you guys hear us growing on the show, it means the world that you are all out there growing with us. So when you come up and you say things like, you know, like, you know, you saved my life, you know, you saved me when I'm at work and things like that. Hell, I'm going to this job Monday through Friday, not wanting to be in that bitch either. So knowing that I'm helping some of y'all out there stay sane and afloat, it means the world to me. It means that I'm not alone and you're not alone. You know, if you're out there creative, you're struggling, you're just trying to find your purpose and you're trying to do something, just do it. There's nothing wrong with making mistakes. It just learns, it's just you learning how to be quicker and faster and better. So thanks for tuning into the Friend Zone. Thank you so much for everybody coming out, all of our and friends in the house. And a huge, huge thank you before we get out of here. A huge thank you to Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony, the, Lewis the York intro, Music, Lewis superstar House. songwriter, music producers that we were fortunate enough to have bless us with our original theme music. That's on another level. It's like our theme music is in cursive. Oh, you know? Okay. So I'm very excited about that. And you know that we can't get out of here without giving a special shout out to the DJ, Queen DJ of Space. DJ Queen of Space. Okay. Out here spinning it for us. Queen of Space, I heard you got my song. I know you're going to play my song so we can get up out of here, right? Yo, bro. I think I had too much hand to see, man. All right, y'all. Good night, everybody. Thanks for coming to And protection. I'm about to go have a Saturday night. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.